Hey, welcome to Real Women of Grace. Our goal here on Real is to live as relatable, empowered, authentic women. And what that means is that we come here together, we discuss relatable topics, we're empowered by God's word, and then we live authentically who God created us to be. So we get to switch things up a little bit today, which is really exciting. Normally when you're watching us, we're online and we're all in our little boxes. Mm -hmm. But today we get to be live together in the studio, which is really fun and exciting for us. And if you were tuning in last month, you all also found out that we have a new panelist joining us today. So this is Leanne, and we're really excited to have her join us. So we're going to get to know her a little bit. You're going to hear a little bit more about her as we're going through in our conversation. But just for some fun, we decided we're going to do some real rapid fire questions okay. first. You ready for this? <laughs> yes. Maybe. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> here we go. All right. First things first, very important. Coffee or tea? Tea. Jeans or leggings? Jeans. Night owl or morning bird? Morning bird. Know, right. Favorite season? Fall and winter. That's or two seasons. But winter. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. What do you love most about Jesus? Um, I like that he's gentle. Oh, very he's good. gentle to us. Yeah. Very good. But as, as, as powerful as he is, the God of the universe, yes. he's still so close and so yes. intimate and so mm. gentle. I agree. Mm. It's my I favorite quality. I love mm. that. So if you've been following Real at, for any amount of time, you're, you might be aware, or maybe you're not, that this is season three of Real. That's hard to believe. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? Is it season three? It's season three. <laughs> so we thought, what better way to kind of kickstart season three by just kind of sharing a little bit about what's going on in our lives, what's God doing in our lives, because he's up to some pretty cool things lately. So we're going to jump in and... I believe that when we either find a good thing or if a good thing's happening to us, we should share it with others. So what song, what book, what podcast or verse has recently been giving you guys life? Mm, I'll jump on that one. I'm in the middle of a book right now by our own Krista Stump. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. um, she went through a really, really really hard season mm -hmm. a number of years ago when her little girl was diagnosed with cancer. And mm -hmm. Krista has, if you're watching Krista, uh, just such an inspiration in the way that you have leaned into the Lord through that. Mm -hmm. And Krista just finished her book, mm -hmm. Joy in the Broken. And mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm really being blessed by reading Krista's story. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people have too. Even just everything mm -hmm. that Krista does. Um, yeah. They have something called Kendall's Closet because that's mm -hmm. Kendall was her daughter, mm -hmm. and they collect all kinds of costumes and mm -hmm. you know things for kids to dress up in, and they take them to the hospital and get to just bless a bunch of kids mm -hmm. that are experiencing the same kind of journey as Kendall. And mm -hmm. having that stay in the hospital can be you know mm -hmm. terrible, hard for mm -hmm. kids. So um, she just brings them a little bit of joy. Mm -hmm. I know like joy has been like a huge theme for her mm -hmm. story. Yes. So I'll go next to, um, so for me, a song, it's um, called I Speak Jesus by Charity Gale. I've been mm. hearing it all the time, but um, it's been something that I've really enjoyed worshiping through lately. I just, mm. I love the lyrics to it, just talking about mm. the power of mm. Jesus and specifically the name of mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes we forget how powerful his name is. Mm. So just praying and praising through his name. Yeah. That's me. Mm. That's good. You want me to go? Yep. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Well, there's a verse in Daniel that I've kind of been meditating on in the past couple months or so of my life. Um, it's in Daniel 10, 12. It says, then he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard and I have come in response to them. Mm. So this verse means a lot to me because even if you're in the middle of something that's really hard to shake off and you have no idea where the direction is, where God is taking you or where you're supposed mm. to go or what decision that you're supposed to make, mm. if you come to God with that, even in the middle of your frustration in that, like he hears you and he responds bonds to you. Mm. So the things that I was struggling with earlier this year, mm. even with the little bit that I had to give to God, like, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this, but God, mm. I trust you with that. Mm. God can take that and he can like multiply it into a multitude mm. of blessings of peace and mm. comfort and clarity about his plan for me. Not that I would mm. actually know 
necessarily where mm-hmm. he was taking me or what mm-hmm. he was doing. Mm-hmm. But when we come to God with just like the little parts of trust that we have to give to him, <laughs> he takes that and he responds to them. So I mm-hmm. really like this verse. And I think I'm going to set it up as a memory verse. So that mm-hmm. way when I'm like mm-hmm. freaking out and wigging out a little bit, I can remember like, <laughs> okay, God hears me. Out. He's doing something. Can you read yes. it one more time? Yeah, yes. for sure. It's Daniel chapter 10, verse 12. Then he continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. Mm. Mm. That's good. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're doing well so far on your first episode. Yes, I certainly hope so. (laughs) Deep breaths. All right. Mm. Dr. T? Um, So, I mean, how do you follow that up? I don't... Mm. (laughs) Um, everyone knows that I've been like in the book of Ruth for quite some time mm-hmm. now. I'm like, mm-hmm. Lord, can we move on? There's so many other books <laughs> of the Bible. Pick one. Um, but he has kept me there. And I am reflecting on our episode about transitions. Mm-hmm. And Ruth ha- was transitioning from a drought of losing everything mm-hmm. to going to a new place where she knew no one but her mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, t- and then gleaning from women that she didn't know and then learning under Boaz and then marrying ba- Boaz. Mm-hmm. And then um, kind of going to her own proverbial promised land by marrying Boaz. Mm-hmm. And I have just been working through those different stages and transitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so the entire book of Ruth, I was trying to like pick one of them. I have a couple of highlights, but literally the entire book. Mm-hmm. I'm just transitioning from one stage. I've gone mm-hmm. past the drought. Mm-hmm. I've gone past the gleaning. And now I'm transitioning into a new place and a new stage, which mm-hmm. is nervous. And ex- I mean, it's causing nervousness and excitement mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of the emotions. Like everybody mm-hmm. keeps asking me, how are you feeling about it? I'm like, I'm nerve sighted. It's my new word. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we'll maybe hear a little bit more about the details of it. I mean, I can share. Well, well, yeah, we'll we'll go back. Yeah, we're going to come back. Don't worry. We'll circle back to that. We're circling back to that (laughs) soon. But, okay, so next, I wanted to know what's like one exciting thing that God is doing in your life right now? So, Mm. might be something that you want to share right now. Dr. T. That's oh, what we you were right in? I guess so. Yeah, we circled back real quick on that <laughs> one. I, guess. I took a pause and now we're back. <laughs> I just took a breath. And now here we go. Um, so a lot of you know that I am an adjunct professor at Crown College, but now I will also be working at Tacoa Falls College. So I will be transitioning there. I'm leaving my Grace family only demographically Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) i will still be on the real but just from another state (laughs) which is good that we're mostly online yes today yeah yeah so then i can brag about my weather while you guys are in snow Mm. (laughs) i like the snow so that's nice (laughs) so yeah so we're super excited for you yes we're gonna miss seeing you around as often because you'll come back to visit Yes. yes yes often Yes. yes. And we can come visit. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> In January, February, March. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. When, <laughs> so you can't make fun of us for the winter months. Yeah. I will not be visiting you guys in the winter months. That won't happen. <laughs> No, seriously. I was just telling Dr. T just before we started, all the students are going to be saying, you got to take Dr. T's classes. She's the most fun (laughs) professor we've got. Yes. I hope I stay fun. I do tend to break Mm -hmm. into song or commercials Mm -hmm. when I hear a word that prompts that. So it might be quite entertaining for them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're really excited for you, especially like just like for me, I know being really close to your journey. I'm just really excited for you. This is like a big deal. Like just the things that God's doing for you. It so is. it is. Yeah. And I will be teach I will still be teaching at Crown remotely, but I have to actually relocate to do mm-hmm. the job that I'm being asked to mm-hmm. do at Tacoa. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I know. Well, I'm geographically challenged. So when you first told me you got a new job at Tacoa Falls, I was like, is that the name of the location or is that the <laughs> city? Like what, you know, and you're like, it's both. And so, like, I have to be more specific. Yeah. <laughs> right outside Atlanta by an hour and a half. Yes. So yes. moving to Georgia. Yes. That's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And the, I, I have not seen the campus yet. 
So mm. I am going sight unseen, but I hear it's stunning. It is I hear beautiful. there's actually mm-hmm. a waterfalls on it, which is mm-hmm. why it's called oh, wow. Tacoa Falls. Oh, got it. So I'll get great meditation time out mm-hmm. by the falls, great prayer time. Mm-hmm. I'm an outdoorsy kind of girl, mm-hmm. so I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not looking forward to my students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to some quiet time with the Lord out yeah. by the falls. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And being closer to some family, too. Yes, I'll be mm-hmm. close to my niece and her family, so I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big change is happening. Mm-hmm. I think, too, circling back to what you just shared before, over the last couple of years, you've shared some things on Real about some of the journey that you've been on, some of the really hard things. Mm-hmm. And you just talked about the book of Ruth mm-hmm. and just the promises. God gave you some promises early on during some difficult mm-hmm. things. And to see him bringing you through to now, mm-hmm. I think is just, it's very sweet for us who've been mm-hmm. watching, mm-hmm. Yeah. walking with yeah. you. And yeah. there, there's a part of Ruth where Naomi turns to Ruth and, and she says, and she's referring to Boaz, by the mm-hmm. end of, of today, he will resolve the matter. Mm-hmm. And every time that there was a challenging day or a challenging um, situation mm-hmm. with the transitions, the Lord just kept bringing me back to that passage, like mm-hmm. by the end of the day, but in reference to this year, mm-hmm. yeah. that he mm-hmm. would resolve everything. Mm-hmm. And he has. He has. Every promise he gave to me in the beginning of this year, mm. he has delivered. Mm-hmm. I know Christ to be a promise keeper, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. As the kids would say, period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, we shouldn't have had you go first. I know. That's always like you want me to just I jump know. in. I'm just good thinking how do I follow right? that. I know. I know. What do you got down there? I know. Yeah. Leanne? Okay, repeat the question. <laughs> What's one exciting thing that that God's doing in your life right now? Okay, for sure. So um, God has opened up a lot of doors for me to be able to minister to other people, Mm -hmm. Um, one being this podcast, one of them being um, a conference that I'm going to be speaking at. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also going to be speaking at um, Grace Youth Mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks here. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a retreat coming up with with our students, and... There's just been like a lot of more opportunities to me for me to help disciple and empower other women Mm -hmm. to walk in the truth and the victory of Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus. And I prayed for those opportunities for a long time, and Mm -hmm. I would get upset when they wouldn't come. But now I know for sure why they didn't come, because Mm -hmm. if you're in an unhealthy position in your heart, you cannot— it's not you're not yeah. going to be able to administer to other people mm-hmm. like fresh water and salt water cannot flow out of the same spring so mm-hmm. if i have really bad if i have some stuff that i need to work out and heal through how am i supposed to help other people work mm-hmm. out and heal through yeah. their vulnerabilities yeah. mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. god has brought me into a really safe space in a really strong mm-hmm. space to mm-hmm. to be able to kind of like embrace those difficult challenges of my life and have god enter into those like those deep and hidden spaces and now that i have gone through a lot more healing now the doors are open mm. for me to help other people as well with that. And mm-hmm. So mm. I'm really grateful for that, and I really look forward to doing that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a beautiful thing, right, where God can take our struggles mm-hmm. and bring healing in our lives and then use those things for good, right? Yeah. As we, yeah, mm-hmm. we're looking forward to seeing Indeed. what God has. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I know some of the residents have definitely benefited from you hearing you speak because yeah. mm-hmm. they've been in cohort sharing with mm. about times that they've sat mm-hmm. and heard you speak. And I'm like, well, did they record it? I need to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so feel free to, you know, send me a recording if you'd mm-hmm. like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come back up from Georgia to hear that. I know, I right? <laughs> yeah. In, in the summertime, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have my schedule out for next summer yet. So I'll have to, I'll have to coordinate with you. You guys will have me pick dates between. I will mm-hmm. take, let's see, April to September. <laughs> Any dates between? I'll, I'll, I'll send you an email. I will. Uh, Jen, Mary, I think for me. So yeah, my one exciting thing. Not anything compared to like what you guys were sharing. But, you know, it's kind of special to me. I am a little bit of a workaholic in every sense of the definition of it. And it's it's all-encompassing. So it's not even just 
like ministry, but it's also when I'm at home, a lot of times I'm always finding something that needs to get done, something I need to do. I, I do schedule and plan a lot of intentional time with family and things. So I, I know that that's not, you know, um, something that's being sacrificed, but very seldom other than like that, maybe morning time when I get up and I do devotions in the morning. Um, I don't really have a lot of other opportunities during the day where I can kind of just sit and be with Jesus. And I know mm-hmm. that that can't happen every day. Mm-hmm. Realistically, mm-hmm. it can't happen. But I feel like there's been more moments lately where I've just had maybe some space in the afternoon, even if it was just like 15 minutes. I make my afternoon coffee. We were just talking about coffee, you know, before we started uh, uh, talking here. And I... I just sat down with Jesus and, you know, I I chose instead of like scrolling through Instagram or doing, you know, something like that, which is maybe something normally I would do if I'm like, okay, I got 15 minutes, scroll through Instagram. Mm -hmm. Instead, I just sat totally quiet Mm -hmm. and just still. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, Lord, is there anything that you want to say to me right now? Mm -hmm. And it was such a sweet, refreshing moment. I... I just really, I loved it. And now that my kids are going back to school on Tuesday, which makes things harder in some respects for sure, Mm -hmm. but I feel like maybe I'll be able to have more of those moments Mm -hmm. because the house will be maybe a little quieter Mm -hmm. and I'll be able to sneak away and just Mm -hmm. be with Jesus, Mm -hmm. which is something that I need more of for sure. Yeah, my coffee time with Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Those are like the sweetest times. Mm-hmm. Yes. To be alone yes. with him and it's just quiet. Yes. Yeah. Like to not talk, to not even have music mm-hmm. playing, mm-hmm. like just be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's hard for us because we're just so used to noise yeah. all the time. So, yeah. um, but once you get into the habit of doing it, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I could just do this all day. Right. But then you're like, no, I've got other things I have. To, I do have to get done. <laughs> I'm usually like, hey, dinner God, won't cook how itself. You, doing? you know, <laughs> <laughs> what you doing, God? You busy? <laughs> something that I've done that's been really, like, if you've never done something like that before, and something that I've done myself that I found to be so moving, and I've Mm -hmm. suggested other people to, I'll set a timer, Mm -hmm. 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. and my rule during that time is that I can't say anything Mm -hmm. except, thank you, Lord, that you love me. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I'm allowed to say Mm -hmm. during that time. Mm -hmm. And wow, something you said before, Leon, about him, about our God being so powerful and at the same time so Mm -hmm. gentle. Yeah. It's just yeah. an overwhelming thing when you sit there and you really meditate on, you really think about the fact that, wow, this God who created mm-hmm. the universe mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. sitting here with me and loves me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. nothing nothing like experiencing His presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you ask the question, something exciting happening, the first thing, I'm just going to go with the first thing that came to my mind. I, um, I know. Me too. <laughs> you do? We'll go. <laughs> we think we know. We may right. not know. Um, <laughs> oh, you think I'm going to say I'm having another granddaddy. Yes. yes. I can see why you thought that. Yeah, yeah baby girl due beginning of October. Aww. Teddy's little sister. Um, so uh, in the last several years, my memorizing of Scripture has been random verses here and there. Hmm. But uh, this summer, as I was praying about what should we do at Latte, if you're not familiar with Latte, it's a monthly thing we do for women. I really sense that the Lord was leading to teach through the book of Philippians, my favorite mm-hmm. book of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And as I was reading one day preparing, I thought, I'm sure it was from the Lord, I should just memorize the book of Philippians. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I have started committing that to memory. And wow, each day when I'm going over those verses, the freshness of God's word is just mm-hmm. so incredible. Yeah. Um, so that's something I'm finding really exciting mm. right now. Wow, That is so cool, Mary, because like, when you're rereading the Bible over and over again, mm-hmm. there's no set amount of times that you can reread the same mm-hmm. passage where you don't get something because God, mm-hmm. like, He shows us and He reveals different things every single exactly. time. Exactly. Especially yeah, yeah. if you read scripture in different seasons of your life, you're mm-hmm. like, this mm-hmm. applies to me, mm-hmm. this part of the scripture. And when you, like, really pick mm-hmm. apart it and analyze it. Sometimes it's not just about the words, it's about the context. Mm-hmm. It's about what the who the audience was right. and different yeah. stuff like that. So that's yeah. really cool that like you're committing yourself to memorizing mm-hmm. that. How how long is Philippians? Mm-hmm. Four chapters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not that long. Totally doable. And I've memorized part of chapter two already years ago. So mm-hmm. I'm 
cheating okay. a little bit. Totally doable. So, that's impressive. Yeah. I, I don't be impressed yet. Wait until I get I'm very impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed that you're committed to it, that yeah. you decided yeah. to do it. Because mm. a lot of people just don't. Yeah. Even people yeah. that have time to do it just no. don't. Yeah. So the fact that you're committed to doing it um, mm-hmm. and being obedient mm-hmm. to, to the mm-hmm. Lord calling you to do that. Mm-hmm. It's so rich. Yeah. It's so rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of us take for granted the fact that we just can grab our phones real quick and look mm-hmm, something up, mm-hmm. but there is value in just having it. Because, I mean, even Scripture talks about, like, writing the words on the tablet of your heart. That mm-hmm. means, like, you know it. You know, it yeah. is in you. It's not mm-hmm. something that you have to necessarily always mm-hmm. look up and go right. to. But, yeah. That's so, really, really the cool. real reason I told you is so that you'll hold me accountable. <laughs> right. I can't get out of it now. I'm I like, can't Philippians 4.3, say it right now. <laughs> yeah, right. And go. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, so we talked about, you know, something that God's doing that's exciting, Mm. but, you know, we all, we always go through struggles and Mm -hmm. things too. Mm -hmm. So what's something that you're struggling with right now Mm. in this season? Mm. (laughs) So take it away. (laughs) I can't can't remember what episode it was or what the topic was, Mm. but I talked about the Lord telling me to consciously and intentionally take my faith out for a test ride, mm. which, yeah, we're, we're in that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> we're in that deep right now. <laughs> um, There's some things that are happening with the transition where I just keep hearing him say, trust me, that haven't been like finalized. Mm-hmm. Um, and last night I, I really could not sleep. I was like, Okay, Laura, I do trust you, but I'm very human, and you made me human. Yeah, right. (laughs) Give me some grace. (laughs) Um, But I know he's going to work it out. Like, even in us having this conversation, I just felt Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit give me confirmation on some Mm -hmm. things that um, some phone calls that were happening before we started filming, um, before I got here. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, just leaning into that. I mean, I've been walking with the Lord for a very long time. I got baptized when I was 10. My confession of faith was then. um, So I won't tell my age, but, you know, decades. (laughs) (laughs) 15, 20 years. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. Uh, So I think he's taking me to a new level of faith, Mm -hmm. which is always Mm -hmm. um, a journey. And growing my faith to a more mature level of faith. So mm-hmm. it's it's been interesting um, just leaning on him more. And I'm a bit of, I'm, I'm very A-type personality. Mm-hmm. I am a planner. Mm-hmm. Um, my house is almost completely packed right now, and I don't leave for another month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that tells you what type of planner I am. Uh-huh. So for God to... to to require me to let go of the reins mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is um, challenging for me in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so just leaning into just taking my faith for mm-hmm. a test right and mm-hmm. really trusting him and not trying to plan my way into to what he already showed me the, the result was going to be mm-hmm. and trusting that, no, I got this. Yeah, right. I, I hear God saying that to me like, girl, sit down. I got this. <laughs> Faith is a lot easier when it's theoretical, right? Mm-hmm. When it really becomes <laughs> trust in these practical things, that's when yeah. it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Thanks for yeah. sharing. I guess I'll go next. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that uh, something that has been a struggle for me for like really the past three years mm-hmm. is um, – making peace with the pain that I experience in my life Mm -hmm. and letting go of the coping mechanisms that I use to Mm -hmm. control that and try to Mm -hmm. mask all of it. And um, when we have the certain coping mechanisms that we use, whether we're aware of them or not, Mm -hmm. really what it is is that it's like it's that inability to embrace the pain and the reality Mm -hmm. of all of it. Mm -hmm. And Jesus wants us to walk in truth. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if your healing journey and your truth or or, or like whatever you're doing, your coping mechanism or what you're doing to help yourself isn't grounded in truth. Mm -hmm. All it is is sweet nothings. Mm -hmm. All of it is just like a facade. Mm -hmm. It's not real. Mm -hmm. And the further and further that you walk into that fantasy, Mm -hmm. 
then the farther and farther you're putting yourself in this position where it's like, I need this to survive, mm -hmm. but then it's not sustainable. So it comes mm -hmm. crashing down. Mm -hmm. And that's why all of those coping mechanisms that we use to to fight and mm -hmm. battle with the pain in our life, whether you use sex, whether you use alcohol, mm -hmm. whether you use partying, whether you, you just binge watch Netflix and yeah. use it all to escape the reality mm -hmm. that yeah. you're in, yeah. all of it comes crashing down for a reason. And mm -hmm. the reason is, is that Jesus is meant to heal mm -hmm. and only he can heal mm -hmm. the wounds of your heart. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, I'm like in the middle of it right now where I have let go of all of those things and now I'm just sitting in this. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, wow, this really sucks. <laughs> and, but honestly, I was so scared to let go of those things because the devil lies to us. And he mm -hmm. says, if you let go of this addiction, if you let go mm -hmm. of this coping mechanism, your life is going to be terrible. Mm -hmm. And that is just, that is just a facade that the enemy has constructed mm -hmm. to, to distract you from the fact that the truth that God wants you to walk in is that you are loved, mm -hmm. you are desired, you are seen, you are heard, mm -hmm. and he'll take those, the deepest desires of your heart and he'll redeem all of those. Mm -hmm. And so it has been unexpectedly peaceful mm -hmm. being able to do that. It's painful, mm -hmm. but it's peaceful and I don't regret it at all. Mm -hmm. What I do regret is taking so long to make that decision <laughs> and walking in stuff that I wasn't supposed to be walking in, but that's, it's, I'm going through it right now and I'm okay with it, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I've let go of the coping mechanisms. I'm here in this reality. <laughs> I'm making peace with the loneliness. I'm making peace with the pain and I'm allowing Jesus to enter into this part of my heart and use mm -hmm. his time mm -hmm. to do what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm struggling with right That's now. good, Leon. I know. Can Wise I jump in? words. Yes. I got two things. All right, one. Okay. <laughs> First, if you have not heard the last episode of Making Peace, of Making Peace and Beyond podcast, it talks about suffering well mm -hmm. with regards to dealing with your pain and kind of sitting in it. So mm. I'm just going to pitch that out there. Okay. <laughs> where might somebody find that if they wanted to hear? On Spotify. I don't know where else it is. I'm, I'm bad at that. If you listen on Apple, the way I do it. Okay. On I'm so bad with technology. <laughs> that little pink purplish button on my phone, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And and mm -hmm. you type in making peace and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. That comes up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to um, any of the social media platforms and find it and there will be a link to go to the mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. I know that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's for people that are watching and are listening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Second thing was you talked a little bit about um, using coping mechanism, and there's this huge mm -hmm. culture of escapism right now mm -hmm. where people just use any type of thing to cope or escape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that we, even as Christians, mm -hmm. we ignore that crisis like, mm -hmm. no, you can you can escape with me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's about that quiet time that Jim was talking about. Like, mm -hmm. escape over here with me in some quiet time mm -hmm. um, to cope, and he will give us the tools mm -hmm. to do so. Mm -hmm. And I, I think if we do more of that, we would we could sit in our pain in a more—and I'm not, like, saying that I'm doing this well. Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess I'm saying that for people who are watching later, not necessarily mm -hmm. specifically to you, but mm -hmm. just because you introduced it, I wanted to kind of share with people who are who are watching or listening. Because it hits all of us. Yeah. You know, we sure. all do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I want to say that escapism doesn't have to be like the major things that we think it is. Sex, mm -hmm. drugs, mm -hmm. alcohol. It can uh, be shop. little things too. Yeah. yeah. Little things. Yep. Yeah, but I like that you yeah. mentioned Netflix because people will be like, well, I just watch yeah. TV all day. Or scrolling. Yes. Yeah. Scrolling. Yes. 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 Yeah. Scrolling. Yes. 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 Yeah. So Subtle I things just kind of, yeah, like I wanted that. to mm -hmm. piggyback and mm -hmm. hit that point. I appreciate too, because it was that. such yeah. a good point. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. <laughs> all right. What do I struggle with right now? Um, so I'm going <laughs> to, I could say lots of things, I guess, but here's where I'm going <laughs> to land. Um, I think in the, in the um, the last couple of years, there's been such a polarization, mm -hmm. such, I don't like conflict. I don't like when people are upset with me or upset mm -hmm. with each other. Or, and I think that um, I have seen myself at times become critical of people who disagree with me. Of, mm -hmm. And I was reading a couple months ago in John chapter 7 where Jesus talks about when we have the Spirit— rivers of living water will mm -hmm. flow from our hearts. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, when I have that critical spirit, that's not that's not the Holy Spirit. Mm, right. That's not rivers of living water flowing mm-hmm. from my heart. And so I'm asking the Lord to really, there's a verse, I think it's in a psalm or proverb that talks about um, God shining his searchlight. Mm-hmm. So I'm praying, Lord, would you shine your searchlight in my heart and mm-hmm. show me mm-hmm. those dark corners where I'm harboring a critical spirit mm-hmm. and to really um, just love people. I think I've told you, I pray often, God, give me your eyes to see people like you see them mm-hmm. and your heart to love people like you love them. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they agree with me on things, whether or not I like how they handle opinions, all of those things, but just to say, no, I people are complicated, right? Mm-hmm. I might really agree with somebody about one thing and really disagree about something else. Mm-hmm. But to say none of that matters, that's a person that you love, Jesus, and mm-hmm. and I want to love them like you do. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a struggle for me right now that I don't, I don't want to, and I think I'm old enough and I've been around long enough that the critical words don't often come out, but I know what's in here, mm-hmm. and I want it gone. Mm-hmm. So. I struggle with that too. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say, uh, just affirming our, like, understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, like— mm-hmm. It, okay, yes, we should restrain ourselves when it comes to like when it comes to like critical words or and harsh words for other people. Mm-hmm. But if we still have a spirit inside of us that's saying it in my head, right? Like if this person knew what was going on in my head right now, like okay. would they even like mm-hmm. consider me like a Christian? You know? Yeah, and to know mm-hmm. that like Jesus knows it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. whether I say it or not, yeah. really yeah. is mm-hmm. not even the point because <laughs> He knows what's happening in my heart. Yeah. And when I think those thoughts, when I entertain those thoughts, I'm wounding my Savior, mm-hmm. and that's not who I want to be. Yeah. I always, like, in relating it to it a little bit, I always tell my son, if you can't say it in front of me or do it in front of me, that means you shouldn't be saying it or doing mm-hmm. it. And I mm-hmm. apply that mm-hmm. to myself with Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can't say it and do it in front of him, then I shouldn't say yeah. it or do it that's or good. not even think it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Gosh, I, if only I struggled with something. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. No. All right, on to the next question. I, I don't right. struggle with anything. Jen, like, man, Jesus had a good time this morning. <laughs> I, so my struggle is actually probably something that I've struggled for a very long time. Um, even back, like, when I was a kid. Um, so when, when I was a little girl, I remember nighttime was, you know, Mm. the worst thing. I hated nighttime. Mm. I hated the fact that our ceilings had these patterns and I would like see pictures like on Mm. the ceiling Mm -hmm. and I could have sworn for the life of me and this, and I, I swear this story has relevance, (laughs) swore for the life of me that there was this bat on the ceiling that was just staring at me all the time. And so my mom would come back and just peek on me mm-hmm. every two minutes, bless her soul, a- until I would fall asleep, mm-hmm. which, you know, who knows how long that could even be. But I, even from like a little girl, I would just, I would be anxious about things that are actually, they're not even really there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how that's like crept into my adult life mm-hmm. is that I, sometimes I I take something that could be really small and it's like the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And like I would take something so simple. And so recently um, I noticed I was having like these little couple like little looks like little broken blood vessels, you know, but they're just like very scattered and stuff. And so, of course, I did what everybody does. And I go to Google <laughs> because, you know, Dr. Google, tell me what's going on. Web-indy. And of course, yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah. And, and it's like the worst things ever. Mm-hmm. And I've, I cannot tell you how many times over the years I've done things like that with myself. Mm-hmm. I've done things like that with my kids. Something, you know, shows up on my kids and I, you know, will look it up or not. And, and it's like the worst things ever. And mm-hmm. it, it like puts me in this like mode of fear. Like mm-hmm. I'm in this box of fear. And I remember even when I was a little girl, my mom, when she would pray with me at bedtime, she mm-hmm. always prayed the verse, God does not give us a spirit of fear, mm-hmm. but of power and of love and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. And so I keep putting that verse at the forefront, but it's something mm-hmm. that I've always continued to battle. Yeah. And 
And I have to say, like, it helps. Like, God definitely will bring me peace. Mm -hmm. But then it's like the enemy, he's so good. He's like, okay, now you've got peace there. All right, um, give a little time. And then he finds something new Mm -hmm. to throw at me. And for some reason, I just go into those same patterns all over again. Mm -hmm. It's the same cycles. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just trying to pray through, like, how to really break away from that, Mm -hmm. from any of those, like, anxious thoughts or... Mm -hmm. um, Philippians 4, 8 talks mm-hmm. about think on things that are lovely and mm-hmm. pure and of good report. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I try to focus on. Um, but yeah, it's constantly a battle mm-hmm. though. And it's, yeah. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a battle for so many people and mm-hmm. and more so now. I mean, statistically speaking, more so mm-hmm. now than a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So what have you found to be helpful to you as you're on this journey? God has lately... Almost like the first response when it comes to anything, whether it's a struggle, whether it's anxiety, whatever it is, worship has been Mm. the Mm go-to response. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's been so many moments in life where he's um, just directed me to Mm. worship him right away. And then it, it, it takes... It always takes the focus off yourself when you're worshiping God and it just places it on him. It's just mm-hmm. that reminder that we mm-hmm. need that it's like, all right, you know, you talk about your mm-hmm. two pillars, you mm-hmm. know, and like, okay, he's he's sovereign and you know he's good too. Mm-hmm. And I, I always feel like, all right, God, yeah. you're complete in control of this and you're good. There's nothing that you're going to allow to happen mm-hmm. in my life that's not, you know, it's not slipped through your fingers, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not like, oh, gosh, sorry, I didn't mm-hmm. realize mm-hmm. That that happened, you know, um, you know. So I just I trust in that, and Mm. but I just I focus on worshiping. Plus, I think that the there is a lot of victory in grounds Mm. with the enemy when Mm. we worship. Mm -hmm. So, So, can I ask one more question? uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Then you can decide whether you want to answer it or not. Um, So let's say someone is really new to this, and they're like, "What do you mean worship?" Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like practically speaking, you start to feel anxious about something. Yeah. What does that look like to worship? Yeah. So for a while, I used to always think it was synonymous with music. Well, I have to play music, Mm -hmm. which is definitely like a way that you can worship God. You can put on some music and just you can sing to it and things. But I've just come to just like praising God. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times my posture, I get on, I literally will get on my hands and my knees because Mm -hmm. it's just a posture of saying like, first of all, I'm surrendering this to you Mm -hmm. and I'm in adoration of you. Mm -hmm. Like to me, I I, I think that one day, like when we're face to face with God, Will we even really be able to stand? I don't don't know, you know? So I I feel like it just makes sense to just, you know, lay down um, and just kind of like I, I picture like, having his feet in front of me and then just putting it at his feet, but just mm. but just praising him and thanking him yeah. for who he is. Yeah. More so and and just to be reminded too of what he's done. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about, you know, all the things in the past that it's mm. like, I worried about that and there was nothing. I worried about that and then it was nothing. I worried yeah. about that. It was nothing. Yeah. And it's not to say like let's just be dismissive of everything, you know, right. but to say like it's it's gonna be mm. okay. Like you've got it, God, mm. because you're good and you're in control. Mm. So Mm, that's good. Yeah. I love you made me think of so sometimes the Lord will give me like pictures, like mm-hmm. the pillars that have mm-hmm. been so important yeah. to me, the the columns of God being yeah. good and God being sovereign. But yeah. um another one from Philippians chapter four, where it talks about bringing our anxieties to God mm-hmm. and he'll give us peace. Mm-hmm. I just picture that in my mind, like, so I'm feeling anxious about this. I'm gonna package that up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hand it to God, mm-hmm. and he's going to exchange that. With his peace, yeah, mm-hmm. and for me, yeah. with my concrete mm. third grade <laughs> brain, <laughs> that's helpful to me. Just, just picture that I'm packaging it up, mm-hmm. I'm handing it to God, and focusing on who He is. He's good. He's sovereign, yeah. Yeah. and He gives me His peace. Sometimes it takes mm. lots of tries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony Evans has a quote that I have hanging on my bathroom mirror because. Mm. I don't know if you guys know, but like Amazon has these wonderful sticky notes that are like translucent and you can stick them anywhere. Hmm. I'm just saying they're great. Um, (laughs) And I have it on my bathroom mirror. And the quote is everything you desire from the Lord is on the other side of fear, including peace and purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I read that every morning and I hope my son is reading it too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that has helped me mm-hmm. um, with regards to fear. Also, um, 
Y'all know I read a lot, probably too much. Um, (laughs) I read that fear is an emotion. It physically starts in your body first before you even consciously um, have it in your mind. So to be present in your body and acknowledge that physical feeling first Mm -hmm. helps um, the process before it gets to your mind and Mm -hmm. you start acting on it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when you start feeling that, that nervousness, that, that anxiousness, you're like, okay, what's causing this? Oh, I'm afraid of something. Mm -hmm. And then you can have those mental conversations Mm -hmm. um, that can turn into prayers Mm -hmm. of like, okay, what am I nervous about? Okay, Lord, this is what I'm nervous about. Mm. Let's talk through this. Um, And then I think sometimes having practical conversations with yourself, like, like Mm -hmm. you were kind of like, well, why am I afraid of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? And mm-hmm. asking the obvious questions mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. I don't need to be fearful of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are yeah. those are practical applications that I use for yeah, myself when I'm feeling yeah. fearful, yeah. which I've been doing that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope that that helps somebody yeah. Yeah. too. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Bottle yeah. sticky notes. Bottle <laughs> <laughs> notes. <laughs> <They're> wonderful. <laughs> so a lot of people don't realize that Grace Church, we're part of a larger denomination called the Christian and Missionary Alliance. And so there is something that we call the fourfold gospel, and it means that Jesus is our Savior, our Sanctifier, our Healer, and our coming King. So how have you seen Jesus at work in one of those aspects in your life recently? <laughs> I'm so focused on the slide. So quiet. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So um, when I saw that you were going to ask us this question, (laughs) I thought about it. I went back to something that I wrote in my journal uh, recently Mm. about Jesus being our sanctifier. And -hmm. and that's not a word we use a lot, but that he's -hmm. he's at work in us making us more like himself, right? So sandpapering down those Mm -hmm. things that— don't honor him like when I have that critical spirit mm-hmm. and making us more like him. So I was reading mm-hmm. in Romans recently, and I wrote in my journal, just copied some portions of some verses, and it says, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Mm-hmm. When we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. Do not let sin control the way you live. Instead, Mm. give yourselves completely to God since you have been given new life. Then on down, we were controlled controlled by our old nature, Mm. but now we have been released and we are no longer captive to its power. So as I thought about Savior, Sanctifier, Healer, healer and Coming King, um, obviously all of those things I so appreciate about Jesus, but... The fact that he's at work sanctifying me, mm-hmm. like he's so patient with me, mm-hmm. he's so kind, he's so gentle. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really really grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go because I've got a, kind of a long story. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying not to. I'm like, how can I condense this? <laughs> um, Doctor T, you heard this story, um, but so. It's so funny. I have always like known Christ as my savior, my sanctifier, my coming king, but recently mm-hmm. I feel like he's also become um my I know him very well now as my healer. Yeah. So, um a couple weeks ago, I got to go to this conference for newly licensed workers called Resonate. And I originally was supposed to go with my husband, and our childcare plans fell through and stuff. And so he ended up not being able to come with me, which I thought was like so God. I mean, it was, he mm. in, totally intentionally mm. wanted me there by myself, mm. um, just knowing that I needed to focus. And the second day that we were there, we had a whole theme talking about Christ as our healer. And so we had a woman that came and spoke, shared her testimony. And at the end of her story, she said, okay, I want everyone in the room, if you want to ask God for healing for something, and it could be physical, it could be emotional, whatever, spiritual, I want you to stand up. And so the first thing I thought of was I thought of this— um, 
this endometriosis that I deal with, which is like basically like if you're a woman, you probably know I'm not going to go into great detail, but I have these like really painful cysts that I deal yeah. with. And I've had a couple surgeries, but it's one of those things where mm. it just keeps coming back. And so um, I thought like, well, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to, I'm going to ask prayer for that. And then another woman at my table, she stood up first mm. and right away, it's like one of those things where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to stand up to because she stood up first and I don't want to feel like the table is like divided. Like, and I, mm. and I always had this fear, like mm. no one's going to come and pray for me, mm-hmm. you know? So I just was like, that's fine. I won't stand up. I'll just go and pray for this woman instead. And so we all got up and our whole table surrounded her to pray. And the whole time while we're praying for her, I started to get this like weird tingling in my left ankle. And it was like kind of, it didn't hurt, but it was like an annoying feeling. And I just literally like took my leg and I was like shaking it, trying to Mm. get it to go away. And anymore, I'm just like, uh, it's just, I'm getting older, you know, it's just part of, (laughs) it's part of age, I guess, you know? And then when I started um, praying for her and I was the last one that got to pray for her and she started trembling as I was praying for her. And when I w- we were all done and everything, she told me afterwards, she said, when you were praying for me, I was like shaking. I couldn't mm-hmm. control it. And I said, yeah, I felt it. I could feel it. And she's like, I that was just God. And she said, and when you were getting close to being done praying, it like felt like something in my, like in my chest almost like just broke open. Like mm-hmm. it was like these chains and they just like broke open. And she said, and I cannot tell you like just the flood of joy and peace Mm. that came over me. I mean, because she was laughing and crying when Mm. we were all done praying and things. And so like, and her her prayer specifically was for an emotional healing. So it very much made sense, like what she was going through. And I thought like, oh, that was amazing. I was really grateful to God to just Mm. witness that and be a part of it. And then I I went back to my room because everything was all done for the evening. And I'm just sitting there and slowly the the tingling in my ankle subsided. I was like, all right, that was that was weird. But then when I was sitting there, God put the story of Paul and Silas um, to my mind. And I thought about, oh, like, because they were, when they were in prison and when they started praising and worshiping, their chains came off and the the bars Mm -hmm. of the jail broke open. And I thought he was giving me a picture of what this woman just experienced. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, oh, that's, that's amazing. That's cool. God, when I see her tomorrow at breakfast, (laughs) I'm going to share that with her, you know, and, and I did the next morning when I saw her. And then the, the third day, you know, went on as normal and, that evening, when all the day was done, and I was back to my room again, I had a phone call with someone, and something that they said, it just brought up a really painful emotional memory for me, mm-hmm. and something that I dealt with a couple years ago, just like a really deep wound that someone close to me um, created in my life, and when they said this, it just triggered this anger oh, response yeah. in yeah. me. I was so upset. And they were like, whoa, like really taken aback because they were like, what did I say? Like they had no idea like why I was so upset. And when I got off the phone, I literally just, I went to bed just in tears crying because I felt so defeated. I'm like, I missed my opportunity yesterday for the physical healing. Now I'm like realizing I have not healed from this really deep emotional wound that I've been carrying. And I'm like, wow, so many great things I was taking away from this time. But I'm like, God, the the main thing I probably could really use right now mm. is not happening. And the next day, we were only going to be there for the morning, and then we were going to be sent home. Mm. And it was like, it's almost over. Like, I'm, I'm about to miss the boat, you know? Mm. And so I woke up the next morning, and our morning devotion, and they were talking about how we lead through pain. And he gave this story of this construction worker that was working on, you know, building something, and his nail gun misfired, and this, like, four-inch nail went up into his skull. And the crazy thing about the story, because everyone's like, (laughs) you know, like, you cringe when you saw, like, the picture. They showed us a picture of, like, the x-ray. And he went a whole week not even realizing that it was in his head. That's the crazy part about it. How do you not realize? Well, don't you have like, you don't have pain receptors in your brain, I don't think. 
well, you're, maybe you're smarter than the rest of us. I didn't know that, you know, because I'm like, I wasn't aware of that. But I'm thinking, how do you not? How do you not know that there's like this huge nail in your? Yeah, head? that is a valid question. You know yeah. what I mean, right? It's a valid question. Didn't he look yeah. in the mirror? That's what I'm thinking. Right. I'm like, because like, maybe there's, there's an yeah. entry somewhere, right? So, but anyway, so I, he had this like splitting headache. I, mean, I wonder why. <laughs> right. Like for like the whole week, finally went into the doctor. They took X-rays and then they found this nail up in his head. And, you know, they had to do surgery and everything, and he was fine. But um, the what the what the guy was trying to – the point he was given to us is he was like, you know, a lot of us are working and leading through pain. Like mm-hmm. it's like this little pain that's there, and sometimes we don't even realize that it's there. And if we leave it, though, untreated, mm-hmm. it just – it causes symptoms and it causes problems in our leadership and in our ministry. And, mm. and I'm sitting there thinking to myself – Okay, yes, I came to this conclusion last night, Lord. Thank you, though. Um, you know, <laughs> thanks for that reminder. And then at the end of the day, um, John Stumbo, who is the president over the CMA, he came up and he wanted to um, just kind of close things out. And he said, before I give like a, a benediction, I just want to just have a few people just share what is like the big takeaway that you had this week. And so um, someone else from our church stood up and said, I was healed. And she talked about how for the past months she had this excruciating headache. Like she had, I guess, had suffered a stroke at one point and it's been causing her all this pain in her head where she couldn't even sleep well at night, all this stuff. And she goes, that one night when we all stood up to pray, I stood up and nobody came and put their hands on me. And I'm thinking, see, that was my worst nightmare right there. You know, but she was brave and still stood up. And she said, so no one put their hands on me, but I just said, you know what, God, you're right here with me. So I'm just going to ask you directly for you to heal me. And then she goes, and he did. And I I went to bed that night. My head wasn't hurting. I woke up this morning. My head's still not hurting. So she just was, you know, and I think she had some of those physical, she talked about like shaking and things Mm -hmm. too, you know. And so she was having some of those, you know, physical things that she was going through when she was praying. And so I was really encouraged by her story. But I was thinking, all right, but well now I'm leaving and I'm going back home. And, you know, so like, I don't know where that where that leaves me right now. So I get in my car and I'm already driving on the highway, <laughs> which when I told my mom this story, she goes, did you pull over? I was like, no, I was driving, <laughs> but I'm driving on the highway. And God brought me back to um, John 5. Sorry, there's a fly that's been like hanging out with us. But um, he, wants he, to join in. he just wants yeah. to join in. Yeah, he wants <laughs> he to be real to be with part us. Of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so John 5, God kind of had me in that story. It's so funny, like weeks leading up even to this conference, because um, in the story, Jesus is healing the man at the pool of Bethesda and he asks him, do you want to be healed? And I've always loved this story because I always am like, why does Jesus ask him? Like, typically everybody comes to Jesus, asks to be healed, but Jesus approaches this man and says, do you want to be healed? And I'm like, that's such an obvious question. Like, I don't even know why he asks Mm -hmm. him that. And then at the very end of that story, though, when the religious leaders are all mad because Jesus performs this healing on a Sabbath day, he says, I am always working and my father is always working. Mm. And so I'm thinking about that. And I'm, and then, then, you know, God brings a full circle, brings me back to the story with Paul and Silas. Mm. And he reminds me that when they were in prison, they were shackled at their feet. And so I think about that tingling feeling I was getting in my ankle and yeah. like God was like, that was you. Like, I'm talking about you. Like, I healed this woman emotionally, but you're chained too. You're, mm. You've been chained by this, like, emotional wound for a while now. And it's time to let it go. But then I felt like he was like, do you want to be healed? Mm-hmm. And so I'm in the car, and I just was like— Yes. I was like, yes, I want to be healed. And I just started asking for deep healing. I was like, all of it, like physical, emotional, like just like Mm. take care of all of it, take care of all of it. And initially when I started praying, that tingling came back in my ankle and then Mm. it started to vibrate a little bit. And then it like felt like something just busted off of my ankle. Mm. And then this huge wave of heat just like went from my feet all the way up to my body where I was Mm. just, the, the best way I could describe it was I think about 
the story uh, talking about Daniel um, with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And yeah. I'm like, when they were in the fire, is this how it felt to them? Like where they could feel the heat, but it was not actually like Yeah, what were they them. feeling like actually you know? in the furnace? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that is like what I was feeling. It's like clear burning, but it's mm-hmm. like I'm not sweating. Mm-hmm. It's not it hurting me. Yes, yeah, it was yeah. supernatural. Mm-hmm. And then when I was done, I had the same response as that other woman. I'm like laughing and crying. <laughs> I yeah. laughed and cried the whole way home, which was like another like hour of a drive and mm-hmm. stuff. So it was like the most incredible experience I've ever had. And I can tell you too that with that emotional wound. There, I, I cannot even tell you how many things could, mm. you know, come up in a day or within a week that could that was tied to some memory. Mm. Where in the past, normally some of it would have completely Triggered, changed yeah. my mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if nothing else, I would have to like really intentionally start praying about it. Mm. Like just continue, you know, saying, "Lord, I forgive this person." I just I had to go mm. through this whole thing. You know, just to try to, if I didn't want my attitude to just mm-hmm. completely go sour mm-hmm. in that moment or to get like really upset or just follow that rabbit hole of like bringing back all the mm-hmm. the things, the memories and stuff tied with it. And there were so many moments where things like popped up and it was just like, I'm good. Nothing. You know, it was wow. like, I feel nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is amazing. So mm-hmm. it was like, seriously, one of the the best experiences I think I've ever had mm-hmm. um, with Jesus. I'm like, I've had some pretty good moments with you, Jesus, but that takes the cake. Top, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> top moments <laughs> with Jesus. <laughs> yes. So I just now, like my story has been encouraging other people, mm-hmm. just like what Jesus said, like, do yeah. you want to be healed? Mm-hmm. And then just to know he's always working. Yeah. His father's mm-hmm. always working. Mm-hmm. So like, don't wait. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's available. You have access to it, you yeah. know, so. Mm. Indeed. Mm. So sorry. Really good, Jen. Sorry for my oh. mini sermon no. there. But no. <laughs> oh, what a great, yeah. And I'm like, I have That's to what we're here it. for. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for a story. Mm. So. And always yeah. available to all of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. At any time, mm-hmm. even in your car, driving home. That's right. right. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking, wow, right. that whole time, you know, and because and, honestly, so we're going to district conference in September. Yeah. Yeah. And so my first thought was like, I'm going to have to wait a whole month and a half <laughs> till we get back to district conference so I can pray and ask for healing for these things. And it was Shit. like, nope. God's like, it's okay. I got it taken care of. I got you. You are hilarious. (laughs) You're like, God, this is your timeline. Get on the timeline, okay? These are my demands. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Here are the dates. Here are the time. What are you doing? I'll put it in my Google calendar. (laughs) I sent you an invite. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, my God. I guess I, I think I'll go next. Um, mm. I really like the part about Jesus is our coming king. Mm-hmm. I think that for the last, ever since 2020, I think that this has been mm. on the mind of a lot of Christians mm-hmm. yeah. um, ever since the pandemic Definitely. and the animosity within the church yeah. and the polarization of the different mm-hmm. political parties. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been talking about like Revelations and Daniel and the yeah. end times to come. And yeah. I will say, first of all, Mm. that no one knows the day or the hour, and it will come like a thief in the night when nobody will expect. Mm. That's for sure. Um, Mm. It's in the scripture. Read it. So so we don't have a set like, oh, he'll come in seven years from this date. Like there is there is no way that we can predict. We can we can see the times coming yeah and we can yeah. ready ourselves for it but we don't yeah. we don't know mm-hmm. but i think that when i try to control my future and when i try to think about what's going to happen mm-hmm. like um mm-hmm. what am i going to be doing in the next five years mm-hmm. jesus could come before that yeah. yeah and all of this time yeah. i spent worrying and obsessing about mm-hmm. what co- my career would look like if i was going to be married by then i think a very mm-hmm. very common thing among among young adults my age i'm i'm, I'm 27 years old is that mm-hmm. am i going to be married before the rapture and that's like such a huge <laughs> theme among young adults between 20 to 30 year olds and it's mm-hmm. like i need to get married by a certain time but mm-hmm. i'm going to be very honest with you sometimes i do pray about it because Mm-hmm. A human desire mm-hmm. is 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 to, it's a regular human desire. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's yeah. part of yeah. my yeah. it's part of my anatomy mm-hmm. as a female to want to be 
with a dude. That's part it wants, of our it's, it's, it's hard. It's, <laughs> I want to get married. I want to have kids. That's part of my human desire. Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, mm. my prayers are almost like, listen, God, if you're about to come in the next two years, <laughs> if it's if that, I'm not going to qu- ask if it's happening then. But if it is happening then, <laughs> yeah. if you just want me to throw down as a single woman and just preach and just do whatever you want me to do, <laughs> let's do it. I am with you. I don't need to like I am. I, you are going to supply me with all of my needs and all of the desires mm-hmm. of my heart, and I don't need to be married. Mm-hmm. to further the kingdom of God. We're laughing, mm-hmm. but that's a good word. That is like a, yeah. you absolutely. You can you can be married mm-hmm. and do that with your spouse. You can be single and do that with your spouse. Mm-hmm. You can be divorced and still doing ministry. Mm-hmm. Your dictation of what your relationship status is or what your career is. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when the Lord comes, he's coming back and yeah. we're all going to be standing for judgment. So yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you're divorced, whether you're whether you're a child, whether you're 80 years old. God's yeah. coming for all of us, and we mm-hmm. need to be. I need to be prepared, yep. mm-hmm. and we need to prepare other people as well. Mm-hmm. So something that has really impacted me within the CMA is how many opportunities that I've been able to have the pleasure of being able to serve other people and to preach and to. And to like show other people the gospel. Like he, mm. God has given me through the CMA, the the youth group, like mm. Grace's youth group that I'm in. He's given me missions trips I've been able to go on, retreats. Like we have different opportunities for missions. If you go on the Grace Church website and you look at ways to serve, you can serve here locally in Cleveland. You can serve in your church. Mm-hmm. You can go overseas. And like I really... I, I really like that our church is very kingdom minded mm-hmm. because there's a total, yeah. total difference between like, I'm going to share Jesus when it's convenient for me. Mm-hmm. If somebody brings it up in a conversation, <laughs> yes, I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. But I'll just kind of like, kind of stay within my comfort zone. No, like we need to be a kingdom minded people. We need to yeah. seek opportunities to share mm-hmm. the gospel with other people. Because I think all Christians can agree that we want God to come soon. When we look mm-hmm. at the conditions of the world, it's like, Lord Jesus. Come yeah. soon. Come, yeah. come soon. Come tomorrow. But in order for that to happen, the gospel needs to be preached to all ends of the earth. Yeah. And so we yeah. as Christians have a duty and, and multiple opportunities to do that within our families, within mm-hmm. our youth groups, within our mm-hmm. schools, within like our cities mm-hmm. around the world. And we mm-hmm. need to take those opportunities. So I've been mm-hmm. very, very blessed to be able to be part of the CMA's missions, mm-hmm. but also witness other people mm-hmm. from missions and from mm. different sites and different like envision. Yes. I know that's one that we work yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. other other mission sites like that has been I've been really, mm-hmm. really inspired, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. And like really just like kind of like in awe of like how God will help us jump through all of the little hurdles to further his kingdom. So that's mm-hmm. something I'm very passionate about within mm-hmm. like being that's in the CMA. You made me think of that quote. I don't know who said it, but live every day as if Jesus died yesterday, rose again today, mm-hmm. and is coming back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good quote. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For sure. It's not like original with me, but. <laughs> you know, Google will find it. <laughs> I know. True. True. <laughs> yeah. I just think, too, that what an exciting day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was little. I'm a little scared. But well, that's healthy. Well, when I was little, I was, like, terrified mm-hmm. of it, you know, because mm-hmm. I was always, like, am I, am I good enough, you know, and mm-hmm. did I do enough to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to get in, you know, to heaven and, and things. And then the older you get, in, you know, your perspective changes and the you more— You see different things. The more you, like, yeah. really, like, immerse yourself in truth and, you know, it's, like, it's not about— it's not about me. It's not about my works or anything that I've done, but it's all, like, everything that Jesus has done. Mm-hmm. And— um, but then you start to and, – and then, yes, the more that you walk life and the more you're, like, weathered by life, yeah. you're like, yeah, that could happen anytime, Lord. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Dr. T. Um, yeah. So we've got the sanctifier, healer, mm-hmm. and coming king. Mm-hmm. Savior? Process of elimination there. <laughs> no, you can – you, yeah. you can pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> you can do <laughs> My mind was, like, wrapped up in what Jim was saying because, like, people will ask me, aren't you afraid of dying? And I'm like, Mm. no, because I know where I'm going. I'm Mm -hmm. afraid of how I'm going to die. Yeah. (laughs) Which I pray to Jesus. I'm like, Lord, in my sleep is a good plan for me Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) to just go to sleep and not wake up. That's that's a good plan. We working on it. (laughs) Um, But dying, period, I'm not 
Alfredo. And people were mm. like, don't you want to see Harrison get married? Don't you want to see? Oh, I said his name. He's going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> don't you want to see your son get married? Don't you want to see him have kids? And I'm like, I can see that from heaven. And prayerfully, they'll yeah. meet me there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see Jesus mm. and everybody else. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, savior, I probably would have chosen Sanctifier, mm-hmm. that he's can, continuously okay. There's times <laughs> sanctifying yeah. me. Um, when you were reflecting on Romans, mm-hmm. I love Romans, um, mm-hmm. the passage where he talks about being a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, and that he partners with us to, to continuously mm-hmm. do that, mm-hmm. that we're not required to try to do that on our own. And that's what sanctification is, right. is that— He's like, hey, you can't do this by yourself. I'm going to join you in this journey. And he continuously to show us grace and love and, mm-hmm. and mercy in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to be sanctified every day. Mm-hmm. I just do because my flesh be partying. And I'd be like, oh, calm down, girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm human. I, I just am. Um, I strive really hard to live for Christ. But Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah. It's challenging. I, I am not the person to sit and be like, oh, my life is, you know, I'm running through fields of daisies and everything's so <laughs> wonderful. No. <laughs> um, especially in my line of work, there are definitely some times where I'm just like, I'm having those thoughts mm-hmm. like, oh, girl. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, sanctification and him sanctifying me daily, yeah. daily. Um, I go and meet with him in my prayer closet in the morning to mm-hmm. start the day to say, keep me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the flesh is weak mm-hmm. and yeah. it will, if you are not prayed up and covered mm-hmm. to your full armor, mm-hmm. you will do some crazy things. So mm-hmm. him sanctifying me daily. I mean, I, I love that he saved me. Um mm-hmm. And he saved me at such a young age because I survived so much abuse mm-hmm. yeah. um, that I don't, I don't know that I would be sitting here if he hadn't saved me at a young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he hadn't called if he hadn't called me at such a young age, I don't know that I would have survived that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, all of those. Mm-hmm. He's healed me from so many things, so much hurt, yeah. so much abuse that I've experienced. So many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, I could talk for hours, but I know we're limited on time, so I'm going to tap out. We're over time, actually. But I know, it's which is easy for us to do because there's a lot to talk about, <laughs> yeah. a lot of good things. But if, if you have not tuned into Real before, we always meet the first Monday of every month at 7 o'clock on YouTube. So this month, again, was a really special treat for us mm-hmm. to be able to just be together. But mm-hmm. love for you to join us back next month. Topic is to be determined. So stay tuned. Um, But just thank you for being with us, being real with us. Mm. And Mary, would you close us in prayer? I'd love to. Lord, we've talked about a lot of things here today. And I think uh, the common denominator is that you're so good. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for that. And um, yeah, so I pray for each one listening that we'll experience more and more of your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Mm. All right. See you guys next month. Bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.